Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abandoned Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, and today's guest is such a beautiful divine intervention and guidance. My husband, he loves, loves, loves to be productive. So he started to use the, I don't know if it's an app or website, whatever it is, Focusmate. And then he meets people and he was like, oh my God, you got to connect with my wife. Oh my God, you got to connect with this person. And it's beautiful because he knows my heart. He knows that I, it's so interesting. Like I love people and I love my people. It's not like I have to be surrounded by many people. I would rather be alone with a book or my dog than be like with group of people. So when he says like, oh, you have to meet this person, I'm like, okay, this is serious. He knows my heart. So when we connected with Terry, there was instant like connection. She is such a beautiful soul, has an amazing energy. And I truly feel that she can share so much wisdom because not only she is an amazing journalist, but she's also supporting other people on how to be using media. And I don't want to even say to their advantage, but to spread even more love and light. And I feel like that's what this world really needs. So Terry, I am so excited to have you here today and like share your amazing energy. Like if people just like, if you're watching YouTube and you will see her gorgeous smile, like her energy, it's contagious. Even if you're just listening, Terry, so, so, so excited to have you here. I love talking to people and you were saying that intro and I completely agreed. I'm like, yes, when you connect with somebody, like you cannot let that connection sleep away. When you feel it, you got to go for it. So yes. yes, I love that. So before we go even deeper into today's how we can really support others to create even more positive impact in the world. I mentioned that I want to start the podcast a little bit differently today. And I know you listen to my show. So she's like probably ready, but I would love to start with a short guided meditation to really tune us in into the energy. So if you're open to that, Terry, let's just start by closing our eyes and tuning in and get really comfortable on your chair, wherever you're sitting, finding really comfortable position where your body can fully relax and feel your body melting, melting into the chair, into the ground and imagine and visualize as you're breathing in and out that there are beautiful golden roots coming out of your feet and you're feeling relaxed and grounded remembering your roots remembering your heart 
Remembering where all the love is. And you're relaxing even deeper with each breath in and out. And as you're feeling grounded and relaxed into this beautiful present moment, gifting yourself this space and time just for you, I would love for you to visualize a beautiful, sunny, crisp morning in Trinidad. You're surrounded by your family, by your friends, and you're enjoying a delicious local food that your family made. And you're feeling so grounded and so connected. And as you're seeing your family and talking and laughing, your family asks you, what is the biggest thing you have accomplished? What are you the most proud of, of yourself? What would you tell them? Oh, you had me in such a nice trance there. What would I tell them? You know, I'm actually really proud of holding true to who I am and not losing myself despite mm -hmm society telling us we should be a certain person or fit a certain mold so just the self-confidence to be me mm, and that's huge terry thank you so much for sharing that because you know honestly terry that that's what took me the longest to realize who i really am really owning it and that's how i create the abundance in my life because i became unapologetically me that's why we're on a podcast unapologetically abundant but i feel like so often, and especially as women, we lose ourselves in our relationships, in our roles, in our, you know, jobs, whatever we are doing, we lose ourselves. So like, that's very inspiring, Terry, that that's something that you really hold close to your heart to be true to who you really are. So if you're meeting complete stranger and you want to tell them who you are, not exactly what you're doing, but who you are. What would you, what would you tell them? Well, you know what I really tell them, I have learned to lean into my sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So I tell them that I am, that sensitivity is my superpower. Wow. And that, that I am a natural born like hype woman. I love lifting people up. I love helping people find their story and using their voice to use that story to tell that story uh so that's who i am i and I've, I've learned to love that sensitivity you know i grew up being told that i was too sensitive and as i got older i'm like no that is a gift that is a huge gift mm. so now I'm into it. i am sensitive and i'm proud <laughs> girl you are amazing you're so amazing and you know like I know that, listen, we just started like two minutes ago and you're already like dropping like golden nuggets because just, just imagine the world, Terry, for just a moment where women are proud to be who they truly are outside of their roles, outside of all the conditioning. And they see the parts of themselves that may be like, pushed into the corner, bashed down as their superpower. And it's so interesting because I so align with that. I was told in the past that I'm too good, you know, that people 
will take advantage of me, you know, like, and, and it was just to protect me. Like, even my grandma told me like, you're too good with men. They will take advantage of you. They will, you know, cheat on you. And listen, that's exactly what was happening because I was thinking if you're good, you will get hurt. So I embrace that. And I say like, you know what? I am sensitive. I'm nurturing. I'm motherly. I'm loving the right clients, the right men, the right people will appreciate it. And that's what I have created, but I had to declare it. So Terry, I'm very curious before we dive into like, how are you impacting and changing lives now these days? I am very curious what helped you to create this confidence of really owning who you are. I feel there are so many women who still are listening to others and are still not playing it full out. And, you know, I love shaking my clients up and like, this is who you come here to be you. So how did you remember who you really are and how are you owning it? Like what were some things or steps that helped you throughout your journey? You know, what helped me is to just stop fighting certain things. Um, there, you know, I'll give you an example. So I am a happily married woman and I actually never wanted to take my husband's last name. But what I ended up doing, um, I changed my name to Terry Huggins Hart. Huggins is my maiden name and my married name, Huggins Hart with no hyphen. Um, as you know and mentioned, I am a journalist and I have different bylines and I never know when to use Huggins and when to use Heart. And I would sit there and be like, I need to just pick one already because nobody's going to know who I am. And, you know, it's a, it's an identity crisis, really. And then one day I was like, wait, but who said I had to pick one name? And I leaned into it. So now if you actually Google me, some of my bios say that, you know, some days I'm Terry Huggins, some days I'm Terry Huggins Hart. Nonetheless, I'm still an amazing journalist. I still do X, Y, and Z. And it was leaning into that story and accepting that, like, look, I don't know what I want to be called today. It's how I get a lot of clients, too. So just not fighting it. I'm like, you know what? If I'm having trouble letting go of this, then maybe I just don't need to let go. Like, this is who I am. I love that. And it's so helpful because, you know, I got married last year and everything like my social media, my websites, everything, it's Kolibova. Kolibova, it's not the name that I would be proud of. It comes from my stepfather that, you know, I, I had to do like a lot of healing. So on my Facebook, I put my last name for Burns. I, I wanted to have my husband's last name. I love the last name Burns, you know, Petia Burns. And changing everything like legally and passports. And like I said, I'm an immigrant. So my green card and everything, it's it's just like never ending, like, you know, mm -hmm. thing. So I put like, I started to put on like interviews. And when I go like Petia Kolobova Burns, you know, so it, it's very interesting that you are sharing that with your, with your last name too. And I, and I love that. Like, so, so what I'm hearing, Terry, it's like, stop fighting the things and really feel into that and tune into that. What is true to you? So stop fighting. And I feel like that non-resistance, it's so life-giving. It, it really is. And you know, the other part is recognize that sometimes what people criticize you for the most is sometimes what's leading you to what you actually need to do and telling you what you need to amplify. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, another life example, I got in trouble a lot for asking a lot of questions. People thought I was um, 
questioning authority, that I was being disrespectful. We all know now that a lot of it was um, a little sexism, you know, et cetera. But I was never doing it to be disrespectful. I really just wanted more understanding. And I'm like, I don't get what you're saying. So I'm going to ask this. I was the one who said, but why? And apparently I wasn't supposed to do that. And I looked back and I'm like, and now I'm a journalist. Everything that I got criticized for as a kid and into adulthood is exactly what's, you know, giving me so much life now. I I used that to, you know, start my career. So sometimes it's it's just about like, you know what? Are they criticizing something that's wrong with me or are they pointing out something that I'm doing right and they just don't understand? Mm, that's amazing. So beautiful because like, when I hear your story, it reminds me of mine, you know, like saying like, I'm too good and things like that. And now I'm using it as a coach and as a mentor, because I experienced some coaches who were not present, who were not nurturing, who were not showing up when I needed them. And that's what made me an amazing mentor and coach that I am to my one-on-one clients. They call me an angel. They call me a blessing. They call me, you know, like, it's so beautiful because it's, there is a true love and understanding and connection. So I feel like it's it's so, so, so important to really be connected to our truth and seeing the things. If we are feeling that there's something wrong with us, how can we use it to our advantage? Exactly, exactly. And, and questioning whether or not something is wrong because... Mm-hmm. People have a, a habit of projecting their fears and insecurities onto you. And sometimes it's manipulation. They may not realize it's manipulation, mm-hmm. but it's it's manipulation sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So question, is it really wrong or do they just not understand? And if they don't understand, we have to recognize that it is okay to live a life that others don't understand because it's not their life. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. And I love that, like owning your life and owning your impact, right? So talking about impact, Terry, you're a speaker, you're a journalist, you are, you're supporting other people to share their stories. And I feel like it is so important to be using the media because we are using the social media, right? But what are some other medias that people can be using so they can create even bigger impact? So, you know, there is absolutely nothing wrong with social media and it does help you spread the message. But what a lot of mainstream media, a lot of um, like trade publications, you know, TV um, spots, what that helps you do is create credibility. And when you have credibility, you are trusted more. That can help you leverage whatever your message is. That can help increase sales. So media mentions and, and using that to your advantage is huge it's just so many people are they're just they think it's a mystifying process and it's it's not really that hard to get into the media honestly Mm, that's that's really amazing because I feel like in the past we were making it to be um to be a bigger deal than we think right like you don't know what you don't know right so if people are looking to create more credibility, what are some of the steps that you could tell them that they can do? What is that they can do right now? If they're just like starting, like, you know, maybe they do have a business and clients and things like that. Maybe do they have a podcast or starting their podcast, but if they want to get more into the mainstream media, what are some steps that they can take? 
So the number one thing that you need is a good pitch. You need to be able to send a media pitch that highlights your story, says mm -hmm. why your story is necessary now mm -hmm. and why you are the person to tell that story. Mm -hmm. um, and what helps most is positioning yourself as an expert mm -hmm. and aligning yourself with a trend mm -hmm. in that pitch. And then from there, you just send it off to people who work um, at different publications. And you can find those people. Actually, it's not that difficult. They are on social media. If you go on LinkedIn and let's say you want to be featured in Real Simple Magazine, you know, you could search for the editorial director, um, Real Simple, or you want to be in Cosmopolitan. You search for the editors on there start following their work, see what they write about, what they cover. And that's how you know who um, the best person is to pitch your story and get on their radar. Mm. Do you help people with that or do you just teach them how to do that? Because to me, I'm like, who would I delegate this to? <laughs> so what I do, I, I help people craft a pitch. I I'm in the process, actually, it's actually going pretty well. What I do is I help people with a hidden message package their story into a top-notch media pitch that is difficult to ignore. And as a journalist who receives a lot of pitches, one thing I've noticed is that a lot of people don't know how to tell their story. They tell me their business, but they don't tell me their story. Mm -hmm. And those are two different things. You know, you, I don't need to know that you own the best e-commerce e website. I need to know what within your ownership is worth telling. Did you struggle with getting funds for your business? And can you position yourself as an expert for helping women owners get funding? Are you a um, therapist who specializes in grief and you know exactly how to tell people how to grieve the last three years because of the pandemic. Uh, so that's what I help people with because they're, they're so good with saying, this is my description, but they're like, but they don't know how to say, well, this is what I can talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, or you have people who are, you know, you mentioned social media. I get a lot of pitches from people saying, Hey, I'm a lifestyle creator and I gained, you know, 500,000 followers in three months. I'd love for you to interview me. And don't get me wrong, getting 500,000 uh, followers in X amount of time, that is a huge accomplishment. And I hope you celebrate that. However, that doesn't tell me what you can talk about. Um, that is, I'm like, okay, and? Mm -hmm. uh, so you need, so, I mean, if that's you, then maybe you can position yourself as a marketing expert. Mm -hmm. or um, an expert in engagement mm -hmm. or, you know, so I help people find their story and package it into a pitch mm -hmm. uh, that is not going to piss a journalist off. <laughs> or their time. It's so, so, so powerful because it's always the stories that sells, right? And when the sell, it's not the first that matters, but it's the story that matters. It will sell versus when it's the yes. other way around, you know, when we are like, oh, I need to sell and I need to that. But if you're like, I know I'm here to share my story and I know it will make a difference, then it sells, you know, you just get to know the the system for doing that, Terry. So exactly. 
are there um are there any steps or anything that you can like share so people can like of course i always say please hire an expert talk to terry work with her you know like i love hiring experts and and you know like there's some people who are like let me do a diy right they 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 like to do things themselves i don't so for those who are you know like oh this is inspiring i want to try this are there any like steps on how to create the pitch that they can like pause this recording and go and do it? Yes. So a good pitch, number one, is short. Um, you do not want to go more than 300 words. And even that may be <laughs> pushing it. You yeah. want to use as much white space as possible because you know journalists get a lot and I could even say this for myself I I'm sure in this conversation alone I've already gotten 20 pitches so <laughs> I've got to go onto my email and I need to be able to skim it and having that white space and keeping it short is great so from there you want to make sure that you make one your story clear and position yourself as an expert and positioning yourself as an expert does not mean that you have to have, you know, your master's, or your doctorate, et cetera, but you have to explain why you know what you know. So let's say in your pitch, you say that you would love to, you're, you're an expert in financial literacy and you help, you can guide people in creating the best budget. You need to be able to say why you're an expert. Are you somebody who has helped you know, marginalized women create a budget and stick to it? Do you focus on depression or um, depressed people diagnosed with depression <laughs> and managing their money and you have the results? So it doesn't always have to be, um, I have an advanced degree or I won this award, but just say why you can talk about what she do because mm -hmm. journalists care about credibility. Mm. I love that. I love that. And, and I also feel like, you know, for me, like, yeah, I have certifications and titles and whatever. Nobody ever asks me for that, you know, but my credibility, it's I walk that path, you yeah. know. I experience anxiety, depression, attempts of suicide, you know, running away from home, toxic relationships. And I have built my abundance. There were times that I had $10 to my name and I built multiple six-figure business doing what I love, being who I really am and knowing I'm, you know, changing lives. So this is something that people won't ask for titles and certification. Who cares? It's the results that I've created in my life and in my clients' lives. That's it. And I mean, even from there, you know, as I said, some people don't know what their story is because they hide behind, I'm an accountant, I'm a business owner. Mm -hmm. So then you want to ask yourself, okay, what do I talk about? What do I, what brings me joy? If, and I'm big on joy, but, or what's pissing me off lately? What do people get wrong about your business? And can you talk about that? And then once you figure that out, you want to find a study, a trending topic to align that with. So, I mean, for example, you, you've grown multiple six-figure businesses. You can position yourself and say, I help guide people create their businesses. And according to this survey and Pew Research, X amount of women have left their jobs because of whatever reason to start their own business. I'd love to give guidance on how they can further their career in your next story about the topic. So figure what you wanna talk about 
align it with the trending topic so they know why they need to talk to you now. Say why you're credible, send it off. 300 words. <laughs> wow, you're amazing. This is so beautiful because people can like rewind it, sit with it and and looked, you know. So I'm curious, you know, so how like I'm I'm just like, you know, thinking about it because you say you're getting so many pitches, you know, like what makes it different or what makes you want to read it? Because I get so many pitches for people for my podcast and I love choosing people myself. Like, you know, like 19 out of 20 people I will interview. I choose them because I am curious about it and I will learn from them. My ideal client would be following them or need their services. So when I get pitches, I usually don't even open up the email. So what can we do so people even open up our email or messages? That is such a good question. So the first tip, which it's, it will seem so obvious, but please make sure that you are sending a pitch to somebody who actually talks about what you cover. Mm. Um, you know, I am mostly a health journalist, parenting journalist, um, financial literacy. And for some reason, I get pitches about animal care. <laughs> um, and no lie, this happens. And I don't know why people, I'm like, did you even look up what I write about? Um, but in your subject line, what I love to see sometimes is who the expert is, experts on um, gentle parenting, available for interviews, X, Y, and Z. Um, so that's clear. Or if you want to align with a specific trending topic, um, what's going on now? Like flu. Maybe you have a unique take on the flu and you saw some stats that you can speak about. You can go on there and put that in your subject line. But one of the easiest things you can do, even bypassing all of the pitching, because the pitch is really what is your ticket. However, if you follow a particular writer, um, especially a freelance writer, look for their email and ask them if they have a newsletter their own personal newsletter that they send out um, looking for sources. That way you go directly into their inbox. You know you're sending what they're looking for. And that takes away a lot. Not all writers have their own list, but they do. Um, so you can do that. And that's one way that they're even going to answer. Sometimes you don't necessarily want to sell them, first of all. You want to find out what they need and make sure you can deliver <laughs> when they're ready um so that that's one way that's powerful thank you so much terrain i feel like you have so much wisdom and and so much so many things like that you can be sharing and i feel like we couldn't cover it even in like one show of course now but for those who want to learn more about you who want to connect who want to like learn how you can support them to create even more impact through media you know presence what are the best ways to connect with you? So I am on social media and I know people don't normally use this as much, but I'm on Twitter and that's actually where a lot of journalists live. Um, so that's one way that you find media mentions. If you go on Twitter, you will see a lot of people asking for sources. So my Twitter handle is Terrific Words. My Instagram handle is Terrific Words. My website is Terrific Words. Uh, but if you would love my help to craft a winning pitch you can 
inquire about my VIP day and my recently watched launched website is iheartthemedia.com and heart is spelt H-A-R-T, like my uh, last name, part of my last name. So you could find me there and please don't hesitate to reach out and share your story. And before, because I know we're wrapping up, there is one thing I wanted to put in there that I tell everybody all the time. Just no matter what, just send the pitch. Because you may think you're a nuisance, but you are actually making a journalist job easier because it's not easy to come up with new stories. And your story matters. A lot of people think, oh, there's nothing unique about my story. And I'll be honest, there really aren't that many unique stories, but nobody can tell that story the way you do. So please share that story because somebody needs that message and you are making the media's job that much easier by including your unique voice to it. Mm. Thank you so much for the reminder and for really sharing that, Terry, because again, like so many of us think like, oh, there's nothing unique about what do I have to say? There's so many people who are already doing it or are doing it better. But remembering there's no one who can say it like you. It's so powerful. So Terry, thank you so much. I really am so excited for the work you're doing, what you're creating in the world. And thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me and for making it such a welcoming experience. I love meditating. So that I've never been on a podcast and we started with meditation. Um, That needs to be the norm. (laughs) So I love it. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you.